When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. The Friends Zone. your go-to. That's not yeah. my go-to. I know. Now, this is your that's go-to. This is your go-to. For. You can't woman up and you never have. And I'm not going to enable you anymore. You're a child and you act like one. Grow the f- up. Grow up. You the one having a tantrum. No, I'm not having a tantrum. This is real. Right. right. <laughs> that was none other than Countess Vaughn, okay, in yeah. her stirring turn as a full-time cast member on Hollywood Divas. That's a right. A reality show of yesteryear from TV One that was produced by none other than who? Carlos King, okay? Featured many, many uh, much, much well-loved Hollywood actresses, um, people that are important to our, you know, black experience in media, what we love on TV. Yes. We put them all on one show. What you just heard was a clip of Countess Vaughn responding to a tantrum in her own words that golden brooks aka maya from girlfriends was having and the entire time they were on that show those girls kind of um they gave countess vaughn like the cold shoulder so to speak they they judged her a lot of different things and you just really? heard golden blowing up on the mm-hmm. and you just heard Why? golden brooks blowing up on the reunion because it's countess vaughn <laughs> And so the same things that we would stop doing ourselves from doing, they just went on and said and did. You know what I'm saying? Whereas we would have thought it and just been like, well, I ain't going to say that. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Do you remember the full cast? Yep, I sure do. You had (laughs) Countess Vaughn. You Mm -hmm. had Golden Brooks. You Mm -hmm. had Lisa Wu Hartwell. Oh, wow. Yes. um, Formerly Hartwell, um, yes. Yep. You had Elise Neal, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And you had, let me think, who else was on this stage? Don't forget Miss P. Miss P. Oh! <laughs> who the is one, P? The, She's the person whose <laughs> dental records inspired Solange's wedding photo. Remember when Solange's uh, <laughs> oh party was standing? Oh, my God. The uh-huh. fact that I yeah. know who you're <laughs> <laughs> So that would be none other than Paula J. Parker. She was on that cast, too. When that yeah. registered, back to the just... Club. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, because you know Paula's teeth are so t- Paula's teeth have been uh socially distanced. Stop so it. <laughs> Mine are like but, that too. No, they not. Yours no. are cute. <laughs> right. Paula's are uh uh intimidating, <laughs> threatening, <laughs> aggressive. Okay, you know, all of those things. They have been very, very traumatic for me. But I love her. She's a talented actor who's given a lot to the thing. But that ain't what we're talking about today. <laughs> yes. We'll do another whole entire episode on her teeth. The point of this <laughs> is that Countess Vaughn was the underdog, and they was dogging her out. And every time they tried to, she would flame their ass I just like it. she did. I love it. Golden yes. had that tantrum on display. You grow up. You're a child. You are a child. You're acting like a child. And you need to grow up. Countess gave it a beat because remember, she's an actor. She understands timing. She understands when to say things. She gave it a beat. She paused. She said, 
you the one having a tantrum, and then put her hand out, and the whole audience <laughs> erupted in laughter. They was at the reunion, and Golden really thought she had her moment, and counted socked it to her. So what made me want to share that, right? <laughs> oh, hell no. Because we had a time in life and in society and in the world, right, where we are being tried on a consistent basis, okay? Now, I don't know about y'all, but y'all know that you have seen growth in me. I'm less reactive. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm being more patient. But every now and then, okay, (laughs) like Beyonce said, you got to reach back in the back of that closet (laughs) and get that cuss them out dress. That's what you have to get sometimes. And Countess did that. It was a flawless victory, and it felt so good. I'm always a person who roots for the underdog, and it felt so good to see her defend herself and also do it well because she let them have it. And with that being said, you the one having a tantrum. Welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene because who in the hell wants a musty brain or a musty Patreon? How you doing, friend? (laughs) Speaking (laughs) of pay, I'm amazing, first of all. So happy to Mm -hmm. see you guys as always. Our Patreon is so cute. <laughs> I'm, so I'm so proud grateful. of it. Um, yes. I'm so happy how excited those of you, our listeners, are. It's one thing for us to provide free content every week, and it's another thing to do paid content and still have a ton of support from you guys. I felt very affirming and good. And once you signed up, you saw we had all of the content for you, audio, video, pictures, you name it. Thank you guys again. I think we're almost at like 900 subscribers, which is like pretty epic. Yes. I'm so grateful, y'all. Like, I cannot believe. I, f- I figured people would be excited about it, but the way that, that our audience has showed up and it. showed the fuck out. Like, <laughs> and it's so funny because seeing those numbers, seeing people like support that stuff, it gives me the same vibe that I would get when we would walk out on stage on tour. And I would have that moment. Did y'all have that feeling when like you would see everybody applaud and you'd be yeah, like, the I can't sea believe. Of people. I just can't believe that people would support us like that. Every time it happens, like it blows me away. So I'm just really, really, really grateful. And I just want to say thank you because we have the best audience in the world. Truly, for real. truly. Thank you to everybody that's already been there commenting and enjoying the content because it really was impressive for a friend to say, we got to do this and put it all together and be everybody to put it together and throw it out and see you all to sign up and have it. So Thank you to everybody that signed up and that's joined it and that's engaging because we can't wait to bring you more. I mean, it was exciting to put up, but we already knew that this is something that we want to build going forward. So to have so many of you starting off is amazing. Yeah. And obviously, as with anything, the content will continue to switch up if it needs to evolve, evolve, grow. Um, that's going to be a fun space for us to have to just kind of like test the waters. And of course, I do want to take some time to thank those creatives who helped us with the process of putting the Patreon yes. together. Yes. I have to. So Spo- I don't know how she wants to go by Spokoon. Do you know her social media? I, I say Spokoon because, you know, it used to be spooky. Right. I'm not sure what she the origins are. I don't want to get none of that wrong. But, you know, but girl, it's you. It's you. Yes. I don't You're even know if she likes to. being like her her government name, so I ain't gonna say because I don't have permission. Right. <laughs> but that's spook. Spokoon, do you know her um her handle? She changes it a lot. So I'm like, do you know yeah, what it I is? I don't have it off rip. It's Spokoon, like Buido, Buido June. Yeah, Buido June. I, but shout out to you because she's been to the show. I know her energy, and honestly, like it's dope when you work with an artist and you can feel like their fun and their like friendliness through their work. Yeah. And she totally embodies us as the friends on as who we are through 
her work and it's amazing. So, Spook, I ain't got your, your socials right here, but girl, I'ma just know it, that though. that's real. I'm going to have yes, it me. by the time this posts on Twitter. Actually, if you go to the tweet where we mentioned Patreon our Patreon, the following tweet gives credits to everybody that participated yeah. in helping us launch it. So, uh, Spokoon, Spooky, Buido June. I don't know what to call you, girl. You got all these AKAs sounding like Jaden XD. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Spokoon, AKA Spooky. Okay? Spokoon. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Her Twitter. Her Twitter at is Bowito June. That's B-U-W-W-I-T-O-J-O-O-N. And she is the one who drew the cute little characters of each one of us that you see in our overlay. So I have to shout her out because she did an incredible job. I think she captured our personalities perfectly. Um, me too. Right? She even gave me a sucker. <laughs> 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 and then I had to thank Chris Did It, who I've been working with since I started in the game. So we have like a 12-year relationship at this point. My favorite. I don't work with any other graphic designer, put it that no. way. Um, and she's the one who created the actual overlay and the banner for oh, us. So that really just refined us. Um, and then, of course, thank you to Ty the Robot, Tyrell. Yes. <laughs> he brought you the show every week. Tyrell Worley, right, who works on this show every week. He's the one when you hear the funny sounds, the edits. He puts us mm -hmm. together and makes sure that we stay popping. He is also helping us with the audio and the video edits over on Patreon. So if you have did not even realize we were on Patreon, we are on Patreon. Patreon with four new spinoff shows, The Binge, The Woo, Warning Signs, ETA, which stands for Everything Asante. And it's just great. It's great stuff. So definitely go over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash The Friend Zone Podcast. And we will be there waiting for you. By the time you sign up, if you haven't already, you already be tapping into week two of all the fun we have for you. So yes. Yeah, and we're launching Asante's show this week too. So that should be going yes. up. Uh actually yep. it'll be going up tonight. So you'll see that all in the morning. Asante, if you want to let people know what they're getting into tomorrow with your special yes. stuff. So it's going to be the first episode. It's called Everything Asante. I'll get into a little bit of entertainment, a little tech, and a little bit of anime. But in the future, I can't wait to bring you the artist talks and yeah, they're just excited creative about processes that. from people. Yeah, I, like we said in the beginning, like we're going to be growing. So it's going to be exciting to provide you guys with new, fresh content and just do more for you all. So again, thank you all so much for subscribing. And I can't wait for you to watch the first episode of ETA again. Yay. That's going to be entertainment tech and anime for tomorrow. Holler. Yes. Or today. If you, by the time today. you listen to Yeah, up. it'll be up. I'm going to put that up tonight. So Amen. thank you again to the creatives who helped us launch it. Thank you to Patreon. Um, and thank you to those of you listening who just are the shit. <laughs> who are just the yes. shit. Okay. So, it's a shoot the shit episode, but which means we're not segmenting anything. But I do. Right, fuck all that. <laughs> but I do want to <laughs> highlight that our sister, Taikia. Let me actually put some respect Man. on her name. <laughs> Hold Dr. on. Our, Robinson, baby. Right. Our sister, Dr. Robinson. Okay, Dr. Taikia Robinson. Mm -hmm. You might know her as. Kia, mm -hmm. which is half of Getting Grown on Ellison. Praise the Lord, niggas. niggas she wrote an article for Insider.com 
this is following yes. Dustin's Insider.com yes. article from last week. So I had to highlight our sister's article. Shout out to Joy Marie for uh, connecting oh. the dots for both of those articles, too. But Kia wrote an article titled, Growing Up Christian, I Couldn't Listen to Rap Music, But DMX's Iconic Prayers Turned Me Into a Lifelong Fan. And it's a beautifully written, of course, because it's Kia, beautifully written article expressing yes, way better than mine <laughs> cut it out it is i said Sorry. damn kia like she look, she got a good deal for her phd man because i mean she got value you hear me Ooh. kia is smart as fuck sure I, read her shit, I said take mine down <laughs> take it down <laughs> i'll make sure to link that under our black business highlight like we do every week um, but it's on insider.com. And I just, first of all, rest in peace to DMX. I'm so heartbroken. Yes. Oh my God. We've lost a lot of our icons and legends and, and celebs, but there are those few that just hit different just mm -hmm. because of your mm -hmm. personal relationship to them. And DMX mm -hmm. is one of those people for me that as soon as I heard the news, I feel like we've been bracing ourselves the past week or so kind of thinking that this might be what was coming up, but also trying to like mm -hmm. have prayers, you know, and, and yeah, be hopeful. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, yeah, that was really hard news to deal with. I cried like immediately just cause it, I cried for so many reasons. It was like, I, I was sad that this was his ending. Um, I was sad that like he clearly was always in search of peace and had mm -hmm. a, a pretty rough life. At least he, from the videos people are posting, you know, he was like in an Albanian wedding. He was mopping a floor mm -hmm. at like a, a Waffle House. Mm -hmm. Like he lived, you know, lived. Um, and every what I one one thing that I noticed um, in the tribute post that everybody and their mama was posting, <laughs> right? And some of you motherfuckers didn't even like DMX. I saw people posting like, you know, oh, a legend is gone, bitch. You all you post about <laughs> is Fifth Harmony. And fucking uh, Normani and them. You don't even listen to DMX. So it's a lot of fronting going on out here. But, you know, that's another conversation for another time. DMX was a legend. Man. He he had an undeniable contribution to rap music and to music in general. Yeah. He was not just a rapper. His songs were pop hit rap songs, okay? Yep. Up in here, up in, that that is literally an iconic party song that crosses all boundaries that are presented to it. Yeah. So. DMX had a, he was a, a great talent. God bless his family and God bless his children. Mm -hmm. And it's a really sad ending to a story. He was young, you know what I'm saying? 50. All the things we already know. Yeah. Like, so, but just rest in peace, you know, and thank you because his art is going to live on forever. And forever. I'm so happy we had a versus for him. Oh my God. Yeah. He got heat when he was dancing at that. <laughs> 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 he had personality, man, and, and and it just, you know, it's just a sad ending to a story. So God bless DMX. Yeah, but at least it's sadder for us and mm -hmm. his family, you know, the people that are, are left to be without him now. But at least mm -hmm. I know that now he is in a much better place. I truly believe that. And let that. me tell you something. If there's a good time to be had in heaven, DMX going to find it. <laughs> So whatever corner of heaven, you know what I'm saying, that they rolling dice in, or you know, just getting a little bit of the worldliness in, DMX is gonna be right in there having a good DMX time. DMX gonna give it to you. Yeah, X gonna give it to you, okay? So shout out to you, DMX. Shout out to you. Come on, Dustin yep, Ross. Take one to the head. Take it one for the spirit. <laughs> 
I'm so dead. Anywho. So mm-hmm. that I just wanted to highlight our sister Taikia for writing a beautiful tribute and gorgeous and also sending our love to DMX and hoping that he travels safely to his next chapter. Um, shout out to you, Kia. Shout out to you, sis. Okay, so on last week's episode titled, <laughs> But Then I Got High, <laughs> it was an Asante takeover where he brought New York's cannabis legalization to the hot button. We discussed our highs and lows. And our lows. With, <laughs> with Miss Mary Jane. <laughs> okay. It was an edgy episode. We were laughing, just noticing mm-hmm. some things mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know it was what we wanted to talk about we were excited to do that authentically those of you listening and y'all get on my nerves <laughs> sorry friend no no go ahead y'all get on my nerves y'all judgmental asses all of y'all that's having premarital sex <laughs> all of you all that are cheating on your taxes that are, are not y'all ain't filling out the forms when you travel okay because you don't want <laughs> cdc on your ass but you got something to say about us smoking marijuana that's legal now i think mm. not <laughs> So just know if Judgy Wedgie was a bear, he's pointing that paw right back at you. Okay. <laughs> so as always, those of you listening had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? Uh, very quickly, thank you to everyone that wrote in. There was a lot of positive uh, people that wrote in. A lot of people that just would they didn't believe that we would ever talk about weed, so they were so excited. I wonder for us to why. Why was that surprising? I wonder had, why too. I know I shied away from it for years on really? the show. I ain't even gonna front. Yeah, y'all know when we would talk about certain stuff, I would never really get but personal is it, about certain was things. Was it about your business or <laughs> yes, or, or your was, family? Was, no, you know I don't give a damn about <laughs> what, what, what my family got to say. You know about that, but it, so it was much more about you know just representation and, I get and that. people attach that to certain yeah. things that I just you know. But now I don't care because it doesn't um, it doesn't have that stigma attached to it for me anymore. Yeah. It's a, a great and 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 fundamental part of my life. So Amen. I, you know, I'm happy. There were a lot of people that actually uh, wrote in that uh, were thanking you for sharing that perspective too. Cause they was like, you know, there was once upon a time I heard weed and I was going the other way. I was like, mm, I don't know what that means. But uh, those same people were, was rolling a blunt as they was writing email. Anyway, this particular email that I chose comes from Yolanda. The subject is my dad keeps asking for edibles. She says, okay, I dad. really, I really enjoy listening to your episode, especially the uh, the part about parents. My dad smoked most of my life. He smokes the cigarettes and the tweeds. I remember the first time I found out my dad smoked weed, I was in the fourth or fifth grade, and he picked up a roach and smoked it off the ground. I hope I hope it was his own. I hope it was his own. Ooh. Oh, my God. I saw this, and I had a meltdown. Okay, so just, you know, right off rip, you know, we ain't talking about that. But, you know, teach his own. So let me continue. Sorry. I just had to interject that. Uh, back to the email. Excuse me. Uh, I saw this and I had a meltdown. I was fresh into the, the D.A.R.E. program at school and I couldn't fathom my dad as a drug user. I cried one of those ugly ass snot cries. He paid me <laughs> no mind. He would roll all the weed and just leave the joints on the dresser about four or five. I, I would never... I would never see him smoke or, or roll, but he always left the joints on display. Anyway, years later, he would eventually get lung cancer, and he stopped smoking completely. I now live in a place where weed is legal, and he constantly harasses me for his candy, LOL. <laughs> he would drive many hours for this, and I started to think, he ain't even see me. He just wanted the edibles, LOL. I recently put him on, onto Delta 8 CBD gummies, which are legal in all states, and it's a good substitute for him so he can get his own candies on, in his own city. 
So it's pretty close to the real thing, and I'm happy. So now he can leave me the hell alone. <sighs> Shout out to Yolanda for sharing her experience with her parents, because you know it's always funny uh, when I hear other people's parents, and I'm not putting nobody else's business out there, but I've had other people's parents be like, "Yeah, you know anything about edibles?" Like, cause, because I'm, I be the one smelling like weed. Other people will be asking me questions, and sometimes other people's parents ask me questions. Anyway, <laughs> so sometimes they'll be like, "You know anything about edibles?" I'm like, "I don't, I don't." And they be like, "Oh, okay." So it's funny that the older people too always uh, tend to shy towards edibles. But uh, very quickly, I also wanted to shout out in the SoundCloud streets, and then I'm going to parlay it to you, friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to shout out B. The uh, username is B-E-E. Uh, he, all B writes is, I'm here for it. Please review Buried by the Bernards. I just wanted to quickly uh, point you right back to the Patreon we've just put up. <laughs> right. uh, the Boom. first show that we are uh, are reviewing is Buried by the Bernards. So if you would like to hear us uh, or see us talk about Buried by the Bernards, all you have to go all do is go to patreon.com slash the friend zone podcast. <laughs> and that's all I have for you. Friend, what did you find out there in them screeks? So first, um, I wanted to thank everyone who was writing into me saying thank you for representing our side of the story. Those of us who two would like to be high (laughs) i would love to take three to five blunts to the face but i can't Mm. (laughs) i was i was thinking that too when i was listening back uh, to the episode i was like man i just wish i could be that person but alas look at as y'all smoke (laughs) but well i'm not smoking right now you know what I'm saying? I don't know in circumstances I would, but today I'm drinking. I'm, this is going to be a drunk show for me. <laughs> I decided to go ahead and, you know, this is a wet show for me because it's, a, you know, it's close to my birthday and it's a shoot the shit episode. Right. So today my vice is alcohol. Happy belated Dustin okay. Ross. Yeah, I appreciate Saturday, that. Saturday, right, That ain't why 10th. I said that. No, you know but you still got to do it every time you Okay. <laughs> we got to get the love with, right? Amazing birthday. I see yeah, all the but, balloons. You know. uh, yeah, but oh, you yeah, know. Yeah, so, okay. <laughs> so I had to thank all of you who wrote in and 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 were happy that I spoke for our tribe of um mm-hmm. low tolerance folks. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and my mom called, right? When I saw the phone ringing, I was like, "Oh shit. Here we go." Oh, she I'm about sorry, to be mama. like, "You was talking about weed." And the, uh, and as soon as I answered, the first thing she said was, "I have never smoked weed in my life." <laughs> I was like, "Hey, how's your week?" <laughs> Go ahead, Mama. But yeah, Look, she said mom, she's she never up. smoked. She said she's never smoked, and and I got it right as far as her being like a social drinker. She would just do it to just uh-huh. be chilling with everybody. But that definitely was not her wave. Um, and then I actually stepped into this is new for us. The Patreon comment. Hey. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Something new. So Kiana on Patreon said, hearing Fran <laughs> tell the brownie story gave me flashbacks to my first experience with Rick Simpson oil. What is that? What's Rick Simpson oil? I don't know. Oh, I thought maybe I just wasn't I'm, cool. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, top, you know, I'm only, top level. You know, I only do the smokings now. <laughs> yeah, I'm top level. She you said, know, You know what? You know who to ask. <laughs> You know who to ask. The one that that be making shit with butter. (laughs) Oh, you you know who to ask. I ain't going to say no name. You know who to ask. Tincture Turner. Tincture Turner. Tincture Turner. (laughs) Uh, What's Bud got to do with it? (laughs) Okay. 
<laughs> she said, I was high as a giraffe's uterus for three days yes. straight. I haven't had any form of edible since then. Never again. She writes in all caps, laughing my ass off. That was in the Patreon comments. Oh, I, so I appreciated that. And honestly, it was cool. I'm glad we did that episode because I loved how many people felt comfortable just sharing their mm-hmm. experiences uh, getting fucking cracked with, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, you know what's funny too? I, one last thing I wanted to say that I forgot to say in that episode was also when you smoke out of a bowl, how that looks so edgy <laughs> for people if they don't <laughs> understand weed. And I remember I left the bowl on my night table just not thinking and my mom came over and she i'll never forget she looked over and saw the bowl and it was this face of like are you doing crack listen you gotta but be you know educated how parents don't bowls. know how to ask no shit like that so she was just like are you okay i was like yeah why are you asking me that she's like i just had to ask <laughs> she's like how about one of my relatives right go ahead friend. no no, no that was family. it that was it like 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 because i remember you telling me that right? story and i remember I was dying sh- laughing you was like i cannot believe y'all my mama thinks i am a total like <laughs> One of my relatives, I'm not going to say who because they are listening to this show, mm-hmm. but they would not use like no bowls, no vape pens. They wouldn't do nothing. <laughs> nah, hell, uh, that's like we doing drugs. Like, I mean, if I'm going to smoke weed, I'm going to smoke me some weed. I don't need no goddamn bowl. I'm like, okay. Like, I ain't using all that and no apparatus. That's like I'm doing, I'm like, whatever, man. Right. But edgy. a lot of people have that takeaway. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. it looks, Lit- even when you walk into a smoke shop and you see that whole mm. section with the bongs and the pipes, and mm-hmm. if you don't mm-hmm. Know what's going on? That shit looks crazy, especially yes, people do. that have collections of them in their house. <laughs> you walk in, it's like a shelf of bongs, and yes, you know what I mean. So all of that is is funny, but I'll never forget my mom's face because she legit looked at me like, <laughs> "Oh wow, my daughter has hit rock bottom." <laughs> Listen, <laughs> she got a crack pipe on her nightstand. Like that's how shit <laughs> is going right now. I was like, "Ma, it's, it's not what you think." <laughs> Listen, if you uh, if you a new weed smoker, not every pipe is for smoking. Okay, that just Ooh. needs to be said. Just like I had to take a moment in the letter, like you don't need to be picking up no roaches off the ground or smoking. Her daddy was old school. I don't know if that was just for the time or what, but we we're not doing that today. You know, you get your own and don't be smoking in no. You know, if you don't know what the pipe is, don't hit it. If somebody be like, hit that right quick. You know, if, if you ain't stuff, if you ain't right. seen the stuff, don't hit it. Ask it's questions. It's just very important. I state that right now. You know where I was? You know the city I'm moving to. All drugs are legal, like everything's legalized. Which I know by me saying well, that, most people are gonna be able to connect dots of where I'm going, which I'll announce soon. But yeah, everything's legal. So we were cracking jokes. Like, imagine what you gonna pull up on your neighbors doing on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> You in the grocery store, they're like, that's just Sam. He's just on shrooms again. <laughs> right. I'm like, here for what? it. He's throwing all the cans. You turn the a store. corner, your, your, your neighbor's sitting on the porch with a tourniquet. <laughs> a tourniquet in their teeth, wrapping it around their arms, about to shoot up. He's like, what the hell? Kinda, They'll be like, hey, neighbor. Drug free school. Like, it's a school it? zone. It's a school zone. <laughs> Where we at? Yeah. <laughs> I'm with it. That sounds like some magical shit I should be living at. So with that being said, Dustin, what'd you find in the Twitter streets? Mm -hmm. Well, what I'm going to tell you, I didn't find in the Twitter streets. You know where I found it? Uh Uh-oh, where? In the the Twitter back rooms. Okay. Where's that? AKA the DMs, right? (laughs) So 
last week, anytime we do a, a show that's edgy or, or where we talk about things that may be a little adventurous, should Taboo. we say? Taboo. I right. usually start getting messages like normally people just tweet me shit, you know what I'm saying, and I'll respond to and react to, you know, in accordance with the show. But with this particular subject, they found their way to my DMs on Twitter. Ooh. And I got countless, countless messages from people who were like, yo, my family's so damn nosy, so I can't tweet this. <laughs> I can't comment in public. But I just want you to know, like, I smoke weed and, and I don't want my family to know, but blah, blah, blah. I've been doing it for years. A lot of people said that that's, that has been their coping mechanism. Right. I got a couple people who said, said that that's what kept their marriage alive thus far was because they were sneaking and, and consuming cannabis behind their spouse's back. Wait, and that's what's what? been able them to, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I told you, I'm a, well, I, well, damn, I probably shouldn't say I'm a 40. <laughs> 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 I ain't going to tell y'all business. But Ooh. like, yes, friend. Yeah, we got I got countless of those messages. So even though I can't read it verbatim because you know what happens in the DM stays in the DM. Right, right, right. You know, I just want to give a message of support to everyone who tapped me on my shoulder and asked me, could they speak with me for a few minutes <laughs> in the DM and share their love? I'm sharing it right back. So that's it this week. And even the moms, a couple of moms said that mm -hmm. they feel that they parent better because of weed. Like they don't know how they would that. get through the day trying to juggle everything that a mom especially the stay-at-home moms just people always assume that that's not real work because it's not a quote-unquote mm -hmm. job but that shit is like mm -hmm. 15 jobs mm -hmm. cleaning Hell cooking yeah. kids it's like whoa you know on top it's of the longest work shift ever bro, it's not an eight-hour shift it's a 24-hour 24, it's a call center <laughs> you know kids will wake you up out your seat mama mama <laughs> We we go, mama. We got. Did you get mama? Right. They knocked out sleep and shit. And they're so. saying that it helps them parent better. You know, be having more patience. Weed helps anything that gets on your nerves to get through you know the day. Like, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah. that's cool to me because I I can't imagine. I would just my kid. <laughs> they'd be like, I'm hungry. I'd be like, go make something. <laughs> right. I'm hungry. See, I that's don't because, care, <laughs> friend. And you know what? I'm I don't just say care. This. I meant to say this to you last week, friend. The reason that, like, you're too, you have control. Even when you're free, you're like, not that you're controlled, but like, you know what your body and, and what your vibrations are. Right. So it's like when the weed hit, it's like, it's trying to pull you away. But it's like everybody else, it's like when the weed hit, it's like, it's like, all right, be cool, brother, be cool. <laughs> but it's like, you don't need nothing telling you to be cool because you're like, I already know how to do that. Like, I already know how to be cool. I already know how to turn up, turn down. I already know how to do all of that. Yeah. So it's like, that's why in a, a, a little bit every now and then for you, it's like, all right, this is enough because, you know, like I wanted it for now. But like for some of us that it's like, we need, we have to wake up to certain things every day and we're like, all right, well, we, I just need to hit this right quick. And then it's like, and all right, like, cool. Well, now I can just now remove some layers or I've put some things away for later and I can do X, Y, and Z. Oh, and I can be real friendly about it too. This is great. <laughs> right. I, can, I should do this every day. So then when you ain't hot no more, you're like, well, what's missing? Uh, I need to go hit the blunt right quick. That's why I'm about to curse this lady out at the store. Right <laughs> like I need to, you know, it'd be like that sometimes with some of us. So it's jealous. not everybody's experience, so but you know, jealous. for some of us. This is the friend zone. Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org.
song. You know what I do find it interesting, even uh, Dustin talking about the DMs he got. It's it kind of sucks that like people don't feel comfortable openly doing what they want, especially as adults. Yeah. Like that you yeah. feel you have to hide it or you don't want to comment because you don't know who's looking. You know, that sucks. Because I was honestly when I saw my mom calling, I was like, this could go in many directions. <laughs> I wasn't entirely sure what position she was going to take in calling me, but I also wasn't shook because I'm like, I'm about to be 40. Like, what I look really? like being nervous uh, on what my mom thinks of that. Because the other thing I wanted to say is if you're getting your job done, like your work, you're not slacking as a parent, you know, like then what exactly is wrong? I can understand if, like me, <laughs> I can't do mm -hmm. it every day because I would not be productive. My work would not get done. Mm -hmm. So I'm aware that I'm not someone that can be high all day because of that, because I will not meet my deadlines. <laughs> if I have to mm -hmm. be on Zoom to record with you guys, I'll probably not make it on time or something. My kid would have to fix his own food. So it's like, I think you people know what works for them and what doesn't, you know? And, and like you guys can wake up and smoke and then knock everything out the ballpark for the day so mm -hmm. but it makes me sad that people still feel like they had to like secretly message us like thank you for talking about weed <laughs> it makes me sad too because sometimes you just got to tell a motherfucker to kiss your ass you know what i'm saying like i'm an <laughs> right. adult i'm doing what i want to do further to your point friend if you're being responsible yeah you know what I mean? getting it's not getting impeding. things done yeah Y'all can smoke them stinking ass Newports and, and Paul Malls, you know what I'm saying? Marlboros and shit, you know, American spirits. But now that weed is legal, it's the same thing. If you got a motherfucking square in your hand, don't say shit to me about having an L Now in that That's it is legal, the, yeah. the playing field is even, Leveled. you know, okay. you, you can't get arrested. Have y'all smoked you, outside yet? Yes. yes. Well, the then, day. Yes. Remember when you said that girl, you yeah. saw that girl outside? Walking. I am that girl. Yeah. Like that, that was me that day as well. <laughs> Hell yes. I'm so, so free. And I felt so free. Like, oh, God. Speaking of freeing, Dustin, how was your birthday weekend? Uh, my birthday weekend was amazing. Shout out to all of my friends um, that made this special. My friend Neff flew in and surprised me. I saw. Um, yeah, she she's, she's such an dress. amazing person. Like, yes. um, it's just great. So much love, man. Birthdays, like, I didn't grow up celebrating my birthday. True. So as an that. adult, yeah, you know, as an adult, I have a um a very realized and evolved, you know, perspective on birthday celebrations. Aww. I really believe that it's your opportunity to show the people you love you love them. So when motherfuckers reached out, y'all both reached out. Everybody reached out on my birthday, and and that shit made me feel special. Hell yeah. Um, and I needed that, you know what I'm saying? I, my heart needed that, so I feel better. I, I experienced joy, felt real love. I was with my friends. Yay. Like, it's just been amazing. In Shout Los Angeles, to, where the weather is mm -hmm, bomb, the weather. you yep. know, like, mm. just perfect. When I got here on Friday, they threw me a surprise dinner at Mr. Child in Beverly Hills. Come on. <laughs> so it was, like, outside and all these, like, flame, you know, um, heat lamps and shit. Right, but right. it was a beautiful, balmy Los Angeles night. Who are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it was just great though. Like I, I really did have a good time. Um, lots of love, lots of good friends. What can I say? Shout out to Latroy, shout out to EJ, shout out to Gary, shout out to Matrill, shout out to Neff, um, Sean Ross has been with me all weekend. Like just I've just had a great time with my LA family friends who are my family. So yes. it's been great. Yay. Thank you, y'all. Oh, I feel good. Oh. Well, yeah. I'm glad because that's how you look at look at. <laughs> Dustin's, Dustin's been taking swigs this whole episode. Well, those of you who can actually see the episode now on Patreon. Right. Wait, I'm I'm curious. So you mm-hmm. say that obviously because of the religion you were born into, and I understand yeah. that they don't celebrate birthdays. So when did you, mm-hmm. what birthday did you finally decide to start celebrating? How did you just decide that? I because I I ain't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> like, you were already just... older, like an adult or? Mm-hmm. Yep, I was That's an adult. Lit. Yes, to answer you. I'm sorry because I should have thought about that. Yes, mm-hmm. I was an adult. It, it was a um, a grown-up decision I made when I had to determine how to, you know, do what I want to do and what means, you know, something to me. And so, um, you know, as my life experiences um, compiled and, and kind of contributed to me having a different perspective i decided that birthday celebrations were important hmm. birthday celebrations are a um, isolated moment for you to just focus on one person and your appreciation for them and you guys know a big part of me and being my friend is me pouring into my friends i love making my friends feel good about themselves and telling them the truth you know things that they may not think about and on my birthday i feel like that's what my friends did to me so um that alone is one reason that i decided to start celebrating my birthday um just because i recognized it as a moment of appreciation Um, and i try my best to show love to all my friends and family on their birthdays in whatever way i can friend i wish you partied and shit because we (laughs) definitely would get a table and stand on tables somewhere you know outside of the back up but i do that's so that was a huge um contributor to my decision to start celebrating my birthday yeah, and Christmas too, right? Um, all that shit. So yeah. Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, because I know most people. I mean, outside of religious beliefs, but most people get the birthday blues. So when I saw, yeah. when I see you, I love how excited you get about your birthday. I think it's <laughs> yeah. the cutest. Like Dustin was tweeting. I think maybe two weeks before his birthday, like, it's my birthday on April 10th. It's my birthday on Sunday. It's my birthday on Saturday. It's five days to my birthday. It's three days to my birthday. <laughs> and I just was That's like, right. it's so cute. We had to have a countdown, just like we get excited for other big events every year. You know what I'm saying? Y'all motherfuckers be excited for award season. So you know cute. what I'm saying? We're going to be excited for my it's birthday. It's your time. But I just, again, I love fellowship with people that I love and care about and that's what my birthday was for me so at one point y'all one of my friends anyway I was at somebody's house right Mm -hmm. in this house in the hills that had the most breathtaking view I have ever like I've ever physically seen myself Mm. okay Mm -hmm. walking out of this alfresco open air back into the house and it looks like if you keep walking straight, you're just going to roll over a cliff. You can't even tell that there's a fence there because of the way that the um, bushes are. Goals. But it's nothing but rolling. Fran, I'm going to send you a video <laughs> of the, what this view was. But I just had to take it in at that point. Like, it was so inspiring. Mm-hmm. And and just taking in that natural beauty of, of the earth and the land and, and the city, you know. It just made me really appreciative. I spent a lot of my birthday in a moment of, like, gratitude, Aww, you know. Yay just thankful for everything and and 
just really grateful. So that's what birthdays are for me. That's what it was about. And I was surrounded by love that I needed to feel. And I'm just eternally grateful. Yay. That's it. Well, I'm glad you had a hey, good man. one. We told this motherfucker up, too, because, you know, the clubs and shit is kind of opening up a little bit. And I'm vaccinated yeah. and double masked. <laughs> so, baby, we was in there. You hear me? <laughs> we was in there this week. We've been, we've been, we've been. I just put it here like that. <laughs> Asante, what about your birthday? Because yours recently passed too. Did you have a good one? Um, you don't get birthday yeah. blues, do you? Not blues, but like adult birthdays suck for me. Like, Why? Not all of them. I don't know. Like, I think just because I think back to like my mom and my sister a lot, like on my birthdays, like I always think about them. Like every birthday. Because it was like when I was younger. And it make it suck. <laughs> Not that it makes it suck, but it's like I'm an adult now, so it's like being out with everybody is like cool and it's fun, but it's like nothing like that. Like I just miss like that home feeling, and I I get that every on my birthday, but it's like I don't want to leave New York, so it's like always a weird time for me. So it's like, all right, like I'm alive another year, but it's like all right, but I'm not like that's why some like birthdays or New Year's or some holidays, like I'll go home and it's like now this feels like a rebirth because <laughs> it's like I needed to go home. I needed to recharge. So it's like, especially with like COVID and stuff, like I need, I really feel like I need to like go home and recharge. So like on my birthday, it was like, I turned 33. I've like solidified like a lot of like who I am. Like, I, like so many things are like solid <laughs> now. But then so many things are like, <laughs> so many things are like on the up and up still. So it's like an amazing like place to be in. But I, I really just, I don't know, like birthdays. I always think back to when I was younger. Like, um, okay, well, how does that make you feel? Well, well, hold on, really fast, just because I wanted to say uh, RIP to some people uh, from my class of, of my school from Pebblebrook that w- we recently lost. But um, oh, really, no. I just well, like soon after my birthday, like I just like watched the um, you know, there's like a Facebook group of everybody that graduated in the class, and I don't like really participate in the group just because it's like you know y'all lost still down in Atlanta, and like it's just cool to see what everybody's doing, but. There are just so many people that so are like gone. you just be nosy. I just be nosy. So like, <laughs> uh, there was a girl, Brianna, you know, she just passed and it was so quick, but it was so good and so beautiful to like watch people celebrate her life. And, oh, man. Um, wow. And to, to know like, you know, it was somebody that I knew in school as a beautiful person to know that they grew up to be a beautiful woman and to know that they left behind such great like such great feeling and emotion. So I think about me being here at 33 and being blessed and to have even shared a space with someone, you know, such as her. And then like where I want to go with my life, like just things just feel like good. But I always think back to like, like when I was in school and my mom was throwing a party and like all my little school friends was coming and we were just worried about like little stuff versus like now it'll be like, We'll be having a celebration. It'll be so fun, but my head will still be thinking about like, all right, well, you know, there, you know, there's still gonna be like bills tomorrow. There's still gonna be this or that. Like when you was a child, it was just it you was might just have had to that. worry about school. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You got to be fully you, present. Yeah, like it was just mm-hmm. something about childhood. I think I really didn't appreciate being a child when I was a child because you know how sometimes you'll be wanting to grow up and an adult will be like, huh, don't Scam. grow up too fast. <laughs> so like now that I've accelerated, like I don't know if I still want to just accelerate it, uh, accelerate again or what, but it's just like I'm trying to remember on my birthdays to be present and now. So like 33 is such a like golden age and I, I'm like still reflecting on it, even though it was last month, I'm still like in a, uh, 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 I don't know, like it's probably going, you know, I'm a Pisces, it's going to take some time. So, like, the next six months are still going to feel like my birthday as I'm like cocooning again or whatever. So, I don't know. But, uh, what about you, friend? How do you process birthdays? 
actually, before you answer that, I want to know what is the best birthday you can think of, friend? Like the childhood, best. adulthood, it don't matter. Like, like what is one birthday? Not even the best. What's just one that immediately comes to mind? Like every time I think of my birthday, sometimes I think about like this one. Cause like, I just have one that I think about all the time and I, I want to hear what yours is. Um, well, I don't get the birthday blues. I'm actually one of those that loves birthdays. <laughs> Cause it's, hey. Yeah, it's one of those, like, I, I love that everyone's thinking of me today. <laughs> like, it's so sweet. I love all the sweet messages, everyone calling, the text messages. You know what is funny, though? The people that you'd be surprised, that you're just like, oh, shit, where you come from? Because you haven't even, ta- uh, Dustin's like, mm-hmm, <laughs> let's talk about those. <laughs> Let me tell you something. But they take advantage you know, I... because they know it's the one day that they might slip in and be allowed to talk to you <laughs> if you want I'll to. I'll say I was going a different way. Wait, with go it. ahead. Let's, what's it? <laughs> like, I, what I was going to say was, you know, like it's been people who I did not expect, I put it like that, to get wishes from, birthday wishes from that I got. And I was like, whoa, like, you know, niggas I ain't, you know, I ain't dealt with in a <laughs> minute. You ain't rolled back to. <laughs> yeah, niggas that's mad at me, you know what I'm saying, for different shit. A couple of, like, there was one in particular mm-hmm. who sent me a message. Because, you know, I was you know I was in a relationship for, you know, a minute. So I was kind of off the block, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I respect, you know, I, I kept it cool. I was, you know, I, 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 did, I did good. <laughs> I ran a clean campaign, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but now that the race is over, you know what I'm saying? Ooh. I can now, you know. And so I got some birthday wishes yesterday or Saturday from people who I really thought were not going to talk to me again. That's some and real the fact, shit. The fact that they, and I mean, it's some good. And so the fact that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the fact that I did, it just really warmed my heart. So God bless everyone who wished me a happy birthday. That's all I have to say. Thank you. <laughs> Drop God mic. bless. Dustin has to hold his mic this week, and it's cracking me up because it's making everything you say funnier. Okay, I look like I'm. I am. I am giving a keynote address during this record <laughs> session. Okay. Um, my you said my favorite birthday. I can't remember, but I will say one that stands out is my thirtieth. Because I remember being scared to turn 30. Remember, isn't it funny now that we're like damn near 40? I look at 30 and I'm like, I was such a baby thinking that 30 was something big. Like, oh my God, I have to have my life figured out. And it's such a scam because you're a child still. Even now that I'm near 40, I'm like, I still feel like. I'm nowhere I'm near having it all together. How I thought yeah, yeah. you would be at 40. It just keep. I feel like every decade you keep thinking, this is it. This is it. I have to have my shit together. And every decade you realize how much of a baby you are. Um, I'm probably just going to pass out when I turn 50. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm probably just going to look no. at the clock. It's midnight. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> but I did spend my 30th in Costa Rica. And Ooh. what I loved was I spent it by myself. I told myself mm. I want to bring in my 30th birthday alone. So the partner I was with, which obviously he was so confused, like, why the hell am I not with you? Do you have another man? What's going on? How you pull that off, girl? And, and went to Costa Rica by, by myself <laughs> with a partner. Game by my the pound, friends, baby. everyone was just like, are you sure you're okay? Are you depressed? I'm like, I'm not. I just really find something cool about coming into this new chapter with just my plans 
you know, like I didn't want to wake up to nobody organizing a bunch of shit. Like I just wanted to do what I wanted to do. I wanted to sleep in. I wanted to explore, yes. meet new people. And I ended up being like the unofficial photographer for a wedding. Like it was the most random fucking weekend in Costa Rica. <laughs> it was this European it was couple. Perfect. It was That's perfect. Cool. You know those weekends you end up becoming friends with the bartenders and then they take you out on yes. the city. Things that you probably yes. wouldn't have been able to do with a bunch of other people around. Now. Yeah. So yeah. it was one of those like I'm down for whatever. Just kind of go where the wind blows. And I think it set the tone for my 30s where it was just like, you know, just kick it, have more fun. And I went into my 30s just feeling so excited, way more relaxed than I thought I would be because I was so stressed out about it. Mm -hmm. um, but it was probably the best, most random, beautiful also because Costa Rica is everything. But I'd say that was probably my favorite. I can't think of one that was like super exciting. When I turned 30, I just knew, um, like, all my hair was going to really fall out. <laughs> my dick wasn't going to work. Oh, my God. I, just thought, I thought 30? it was just like, curtain call, baby. I'm like, I'm 30. <laughs> wow. Please. Everything got better. Hello. So, you know what I'm you saying? You got sexier. Like, you got more hello. money. Hello. And I'm going to lean all the way into that 40 shit when it happens. Mm. We're not there yet, but we'll get there. <laughs> But when it happens, I'm going to lean all the way into that 40-year-old and just step into my, you know, my manhood yes. as, as a 40-year-old when that takes place. So I feel like that's the only way, you know what I'm saying, it can translate well. You know, I own it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you have to own it. So that's what I plan on doing. Shit. What's been your favorite birthday, though, Dustin? Um, honestly, this was one for the books right here. Oh. This was one This was one for the books. I've had some special birthdays. Um, Y'all remember when I had that birthday party at... Uh, First of all, y'all both remember I used to have them legendary brunches at I Agave, was just right? Say. And that it was mm -hmm. tradition. Y'all knew every mm -hmm. year that's where the birthday thing was. Remember that one year though when I had it at that um that uh tequila uh bar mm -hmm. in Tribeca mm -hmm. and then we it was went like and I had downstairs the, with the brick and we had that whole yep. down remember yep. and then we went to the after party at my uh at, I had that party at the hotel. Oh my god, that was so Fun. Remember that? Yes, that I have was, so videos that was... from that whole day. <laughs> don't we? Don't look. Me too. So, so, but that that was an amazing <laughs> birthday celebration. This year, though, I'm been, I'm telling you, this year I needed to feel that joy and I needed to feel loved. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I felt it so strongly from oh, my friends. And and that being fortified in that way, it just this was a really it was a really healing birthday for me. And I really am grateful for the love that I felt from my friends and family. Kid Fury uh, <laughs> FaceTime me on my birthday, just smiling. I was like, hey, when I answered the phone, I was smiling. Me and him just busted out <laughs> laughing on FaceTime for like 10 minutes. Because but but just like he knew he was like, I already know. Like, I wish I could be out there. Yeah, blah, man. Blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, you know. It just was cool. It's the best. It was cool. I'm excited. I'll be in Portland for my birthday. Ooh, Portland. Yeah. On, the, on the Oregon Trail, girl. <laughs> oh, don't be on that Oregon Trail now. Uh, I'll be doing some naturey things and hiking and camping and doing very hey friend hey ass things. All I'm gonna stay there for like a week just to kick it with See some you. people. So mm -hmm. it's gonna be fun. Awesome. Right? It's going to be chill. Wow. What'd you say? <laughs> I said, so you literally will be on the Oregon Trail. I wow. literally will be on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, checking out some things out there. I'm in the zone. 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 I'm in the zone.
Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. It's our last, it's the last year in our 30s, Dustin. Does that make you feel weird? <laughs> um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It does, because I feel like, I don't know, I just, like no and I guess this is a good thing. <laughs> it just feels like everything is serious, right? I take some things that I did not take seriously before, I take seriously now. You know what I mean? And things that I was able to just just you know let it roll off my back some stuff i'm not so i'm not able to just let it roll off my back anymore so as you get older everything becomes more serious and and at least for me i have um it's like i just want to do my best i'll just say that i really just want to do my best at everything i'm involved in and that gets the my desire to perform well in every aspect of my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just gr- it has gotten greater with age. I put it to you like that. The older I, I get, the, the more I want to be good at everything I do Amen. and everybody I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. I love sex. Why are y'all, y'all act so surprised when I say sex Never surprised. stuff on this show? You know Never what I'm surprised. Saying? I love sex. Sex feels good. That's why your parents tell you not to do it. And they make you feel guilty about it because it feels that good. And you shouldn't do it, you know what I'm saying? Unless you want to do it. But once you do do it, you then did it. And it's done. Thank you. Our sex Y'all like sex too, Dustin shit. Ross. Of course. Well, you know, we, sex, we are sex. Look. Positive. We sex positive over here, okay? Looked like a little bit of a multiplication sign, but... Right. I had, to, I had to hold the mic. I was like, I can't pull the mic to fight. Wait, did we ask you, Asante, what your favorite birthday was? Um, My favorite birthday... So, first of all, I've had some amazing birthdays with y'all. Like I was going to say, I have my favorite birthday of yours. <laughs> you know, if you like, want to know. Like, like I know I, I be sad sometimes, but like y'all have given me some of the most amazing moments of my entire life. Like, like, I flew honestly. to Atlanta for your birthday dinner. Yes. I, was, I was going to Vegas. And I stopped in Atlanta first, and we broke bread for your dinner. Warm my heart, felt so that happy. That was a, that was a great that was a Shit. great birthday. Honestly, that was so fun. That was a good ass birthday, and then it was so weird. There's so much like cool random shit happened that weekend. Like you remember at the dinner, friend, I ran into a girl, and you were like, "You said y'all had the same birthday because like her birthday was the day after mine, but I knew the, I knew her from college. Like, but we were both like <laughs> the exact same because we immediately started joking. Yeah, how we joked then it was so weird and so funny but it was such a great like birthday that year but i always i don't know what it is i always think about this one birthday i had when i was like young it was when i first got like a gamecube this ssx tricky came out my mom had uh she had let me invite all these people to the sparkle skating rink so we all went skating my best friend he every year he, he to this day to this day he still tells people he bought me the uh, gamecube i don't know why i feel like i told the story in the show before but that was was like one of my best birthdays like it was just something about being young in the skating rink being carefree everything you have to worry about nothing you weren't looking at no bills all y'all had, all you had to do was invite people and they just had to show up like it wasn't Jesus. everything that everything is now like it wasn't that you had to make time to do it and pay for it and you still got to do the other stuff like it was like you just showed up so like i'm having that's the revelation just show up like i'm i think i'm coming back to that so yeah, great birthdays. Amazing birthdays. <laughs> Amazing gowns. Great gowns. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still... 
No, the funniest part about your birthday was us staying in that big ass house that then we found out. Did we know while we were there? Did we find out later it was the we knew, orgy house? We knew while we were there. When we got when we arrived, it <laughs> wait, we, wait, 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 wait. When we arrived, we knew. Because remember well, I didn't go to the house because I flew you did out not. the you next the morning. Next, yeah, so the so obviously because it was so many of us, like literally all of us, plus more of Asante's friends. So we had to we had to get a massive house. I think it had yeah. like what fifteen bedrooms. I don't even know. Yeah, it was big. It as was hell. huge, like an estate, damn near. Did you even see my room? Because it was so big. I don't even remember. Yeah, I barely made it upstairs. I mean, all we did was run around the hallway to everyone's room. It was like a college dorm. Yeah, so, I was outside. We was outside. But smoking. then we found out that, that. Do you remember that orgy story that was yes. that popular in ATL? Because these the girls orgies. were selling tickets to an mm-hmm. orgy party house. That was yes, the yes. house. That same house was the My same birthday. one that we were sleeping in in our bedrooms yes. in the orgy house. Pre-COVID, might I add? Oh so yeah. I mean, what that wouldn't have right, gone down. <laughs> Listen here. So, but I remember the reason I remember what I what I know about that house, right? Because I was not there. But I remember the orgy party that was advertised, you know, pri- previously that you all are referring to. Right and on the on one of the. I should should I say it's a flyer? Maybe it wasn't a flyer because it was really just like a picture somebody had took of one of the hosts <laughs> on the deck of that home. Oh, assuming. And I mean, she was, you know, she was uh, dressed for the occasion. <laughs> And so that is why I re- or undressed for the occasion, should I say? And that, and I remember that picture; it's ingrained in my memory. And so that's I know where y'all was at on the now. Day. Imagine like that. that we were all in that house, and then when we found out that it was the orgy house, everybody was like, yes. "Oh hell no, hell no!" Trying all to I lay on the couches and shit because you know Clorox they ain't clean, clean up that. me right now. Hell yeah! <laughs> all I know is we hit the Walmart and I had to get a I had a big ass blanket I laid out on that big ass bed. Uh, as a matter of fact, I remember. And we had first of all that big ass bedroom, and then it had like a side room where there was the massage table with the lighting in there. the The whole lighting of the, of everything was uh, it was a, a movie in itself, just the lighting because mm-hmm. it was crazy. That but was yes, so that was a, much fun. Like it was fun living with y'all for, and we were there. I feel it, like what four days or something. Yeah, like, we was there for a minute. <laughs> oh, and you know what, friend? Shout shout out to you, friend, because. You was riding with people and making new friends. Cause you know, I know that's like a lot to ask, but you know, for birthdays sometimes, you know, you would you like, like with your friends, friends. Everybody in a house together. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was So y'all going out and enjoying vegan and all that stuff. I was like, well, good. Everybody enjoyed each other. Well, like your it, it friends wasn't... were hella nice because obviously I couldn't eat what mostly everyone else in the house was eating. <laughs> Cause y'all were having yes. fried chicken. And I forget what else Shari Ooh, was cooking for everybody that people to, were going crazy over. Shout out to Shariel yeah. for coming through and cooking <laughs> her motherfucking ass off. Everybody know. Right. First of all, there was there was just so many wins that weekend. Oh my God, Shariel cooking, uh, Crystal having Sunny's catering, uh, us going out. First of all, I remember being in the strip club having a chicken wing in my in one uh, hand and a blunt in the other, and I'm just being <laughs> like, this is what I miss about being in the South. Right. And then Shariel like rolling another one. Oh, I miss Atlanta. <laughs> y'all better not. But y'all go. Hooked, but your friends hooked me up because I was having a hard time, like you know, figuring out what to eat. And they were like, "No, we got you." They were driving me to get 
groceries that I could eat and, and dinner that I could get, like all kinds of shit. So it was a good week. And I think it was a good mixture of people. Everything for the most part went smoothly. And then we yes. were at the club. <laughs> what club were we at? I don't remember where um, Crystal was throwing dollars with her fur coat. Oh, Magic City. And, and the DJ. And no, City. no, we went to. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so bad. I feel like we was at Onyx or something. But Onyx, all maybe. I know is the DJ talked about her ass and she kept going she had the cigarette hanging out her mouth once at the stripper and the dj was like oh she's going she's got the blunt hanging off her lip (laughs) and i was like i i knew then first of all crystal has always been a g in my eyes but that moment there is one in her top five like i hope nothing ever happens because i know you can't film in those clubs obviously which i get why but i also like damn it i wish we could have captured that and posted it (laughs) Cause that shit Yo, was legendary. Like you Crystal, had to see it to believe it, friend. Crystal was in, <laughs> yeah. in in her finest form. I have never seen anything like that. The, that, the amount of money she, she was shines. throwing. <laughs> that that is where Crystal shines. And where did she get that coat from? I don't even know whose coat. I was yeah, like, is that her coat? coat? <laughs> did she take someone's coat from the club? You know what else is great? Watching the strippers come through in the rotation because it was so funny. First of all, it was funny being in a club with mostly like mostly girls that pulled up. So the fact that y'all was the ones being like, no, not that one. And then some people, I'm not going to mention nobody was talking about me when I would be like, all right, come on. She was, oh, you're a Pisces, right? And, and she came up to me, one of our friends, I'll tell y'all after this. She came up to me. She's like, why are you getting a dance from the old one? It's your birthday. I was just like y'all are terrible. So yes, that was a thank you for that, friend. That no, was, how I about that how about when I went to the bathroom uh, and some of the dancers came in there and were so they were. <laughs> do you remember? And well, obviously you weren't in there with us, but you saw after and we were coming out. The dancers start freaking out, saying, "No, friend, you can't be." <laughs> They're like, you can't be here. I'm, I'm not dancing. No, 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 no. I was like, what? Y'all, y'all can't dance in front of me. They were like, I feel so bad. I can't dance in front of you. They were like screaming, running out. I, thought, I was like, I'm not Mother Teresa. Like, you know, I'll throw a couple see, of bills. See, when you first when you first was talking about the club, I thought you were going to talk about when we were at the other club and we saw some listeners. But then when you started talking about the club, I thought... Oh, when we were on the uh, terrace. That's when we were on the terrace. Yes, yes. But when you you started talking about the strip club, I thought that that was the story you was immediately finna tell. No, that one was was so funny because I I felt bad that they felt bad. I was like, no, you know, I'm I'm here (laughs) to honor you. (laughs) Ain't no shame in here. Pull it. Put it. Pull them out. Ain't listen, no shame, goddammit. Listen, tying back to last week, there is no shame, okay? Because I remember somebody uh, tweeted, shout out to whoever tweeted us saying that they felt lame because we were talking about smoking oh, weed. Oh, yeah, I just see nobody, that. Yeah, nobody is lame for not partaking in the tree. We were just sharing our experiences, some yeah. positive and some otherwise, about why we do. And if you don't want to and it's not called to you're doing so, do not do so. Do not. So, I was well into my 30s when I started smoking pot. Yeah. So and that it was and I never felt like, you know, I wasn't cool. You know, what I'm saying? yeah, I you were cooler. cool regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't want anybody feeling like they're lame if they don't, you know, have that shared experience with us because you're not lame. In yeah. Fact, so you might it, be a little cooler. <laughs> so if you see us in the strip club, don't be shamed. We know what time it is. We might be there to help. OK, <laughs> just just dance right when your song is on. That's all I ask. Because, you know, if the song is right and you're on stage, I just want you to pop it how you're supposed to pop it. Okay. I want to do one night. I swear to God. Like, <laughs> a 
because y'all know next year I want my body to be at a certain place, right? I just want to do one performance. Like, I want to do one. I just want to do one night. You know what I'm saying? Like, wait, I, I, wait, a, one night of one. I'm telling you, like, it's just, it's a part of me that just, like, I don't know, I love the stage. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? I, I, it's a part of me that would love to just do, like, you know, like a bachelorette party or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dustin, dance. Dustin, yeah. please do Dustin this. Dustin said he getting in the game. I that would be so much fun. Even though those stripper parties be so fucking weird, bro. Like, my friend had one. <laughs> And I, I think I was so shocked. <laughs> I I was so shocked at how far people were willing to go with this dude. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> like, hell no. Like, I don't know him like that. And clearly, you know, I'm not going to speak for every stri- male stripper, but they be down with the get down <laughs> for the most hey. part. They get the coins. And I was just, I, I just was came sitting here there to like, dance. <laughs> that's it. You know what I'm saying? I was gonna say how far can how far can the uh the party go? That's the Mm-mm, baby, like uh uh-uh, uh 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 I will dance and show you a good time, but you will not be touching nothing. Are you would you show the here, goods okay? or we just get those little long um those I long like an things? Implied news. Well that's to me that's for pussies, right? <laughs> like if you if you got if you you if you gonna show the outline of your dick, you might as well pull your whole penis out, right? So like I'm you know and you know I'm an all or nothing kind of guy. So like you know I would definitely be fully nude. But you know, I just think it would be fun. <laughs> Did I tell I y'all I wanna do it for women though. Like I wanna do like a bachelorette party. Can you please you know do like this? That. Yeah, I want to do like a women's like event, and I want to be the dancer, the male dancer. I can see Justin. <laughs> I'm picturing your out. dances, the way you be dancing yeah. in the clothes. I'm a strip to bomb in Gilead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh! There is oh, bomb in Gilead. Okay. Did I ever tell y'all? And there if I did, there was some balls in Gilead. <laughs> fucking with me, that's what it's gonna be. <laughs> It's the leg kick for me. <laughs> yeah, the leg went up. It was like, here we are. Uh, did I ever tell y'all, and if I did, don't say who, did I ever tell y'all that someone took me to a stripper party and it was like lesbian strippers, like stud strippers? Wait, Ooh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. You gonna say, hmm. Hmm. Let me no, speaking of said person. Said person, okay. Remember when said person took us to a bar or something? I feel like it's one of the last nights we went out before COVID. Mm-hmm. It was me, you, and said person, and it was all studs, and I was sitting at the oh, bar. I was at the yes, bar like, okay. Yes. <laughs> all yes. right. Let's, let's, yes. let's do this. <laughs> uh, good times. Man, wow. y'all are great. Y'all are great. <laughs> See, I was just about to talk about how I got bamboozled into the the stud strippers, but you was bamboozled and you was great about Wait, it. Wait, no, it was please tell us about this stud stripper because I don't remember the story <laughs> at all. All I know is back when I back when we was uptown, this person used to just call me up and we used to just either smoke and eat chicken or we used to just ride out so she just called and was like we riding out and i was like all right well cool where I was the club <laughs> it wasn't a club <laughs> oh it was like a house party well well me and this i jumped in the car oh, with these this were person. private dancers <laughs> well no listen listen you know the rules are different well, well listen <laughs> 
I, I got in the car with this person and she said that she was taking me to a stripper party and I was like, okay, fun. And then she said that they were stud strippers and showed me whatever the bootleg flyer was and I couldn't believe it. So we arrived to this location somewhere in the Bronx. Oh. And it is like... Okay. <laughs> Oh, okay but no right. but look you know we not even we not even through the door yet right so i can't we get to like the third floor of this place and i had to like pay to get in because i was a dude and then i think you had to pay extra to have your phone on you because people was recording in there all i know is we got in there there was all types of studs doing their dancing with like the little pantsuits on. It was looking like Wait. Maya, my love is like whoa, or okay. like it was it was real it was real <laughs> funny. It was real fun. Um all I know is the the tables, the way it was set up, it was like banquet tables almost kind of pushed out the way so it, it was just this very odd like yeah because you need a long table to crawl you gotta crawl <laughs> across the table you know what i'm saying and then it was like one of them long like ballroom <laughs> stages like in the hotel so it was like a weird like almost like a quinceanera just finished up and then they came in and did the stripper party like it was just a strange oh, it was at a hotel in the bronx no 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 no. the room felt like it was trying to capture the essence of a ballroom in a hotel but it was definitely like in like one of them lofts uh loft spaces oh, okay, uh yeah okay, okay. where but was the, the dark room at i didn't <laughs> i didn't travel enough i just made i just knew where the bar was and there was you actually a dark room it'd be okay <laughs> i don't think i was allowed back there anyway like maybe i had to wear a special wristband or something so i i did not apply i just this was a the time where you can go munch and hunch honey <laughs> That's where that's where it go down at. Pay a dollar, you holler. That's okay? the that's the dark, the, uh, the dark room. That's the title of the episode. <laughs> munch, the dark room. No, munch and hunch. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you know, we got to go back to the dark room and <laughs> the noise, the noise, Jesus. And the oh soon as you, soon as you slide that, because you know the dark room, it don't be a door. Most of the time, it be like a heavy ass curtain that you know you drag back and right. forth. So as soon as you hear it, back, whoosh, the curtain go back, and all you hear is <laughs> you be like, "Oh, it's the dark room. I can't see it, but I can damn sure hear it, and I'm about to feel it." That's the dark room. You know what's crazy? Oh, the Angie. the stripper that was at that party, I told y'all my friend threw. I ended mm -hmm. up bumping into him years later. <laughs> yeah, you still on remember Driver's them. <laughs> Row in Harlem, one thirty ninth and what's that Seventh Avenue? Mm -hmm. I'm walking out of a brownstone that my one of my friends used to live in back in the day, and he's coming out of his brownstone too. So he doing good. Stripping is paying good. Oh, Period. brownstone honest, on Driver's Row. If anybody knows, like that is not a game. Okay, that's like a historical ass block. Where you right <laughs> money on top I of hope money. Don't nobody right in say I see historical him there too. cock <laughs> on a historical block. <laughs> That's how that works. And oh. it was crazy because he's coming out, I'm coming out, and we both looked at each other. It was like straight out of a music video, and we both <laughs> did the like. Because <laughs> I was like, I know who you are, and he looked at me like, Don't I know you? And and then mm -hmm. we were able to talk as we were walking down the block, and all the dudes from the block was looking at me like. Not you, friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know how dudes from the block think they know you? Not you, bro. Man, you got friends. Damn, man. That's right. But I Legendary wish I remember his name. Legendary meat on the street. 
But he's like a big deal. I mean, I don't know about now, but back in the day, he was like a big deal in the New York stripper scene. Like you would see him. Um, don't you dare Look call him Scorpio. What's his name? Scorpio. Was it Scorpio? I don't think it was Scorpio. It was like not Romeo. What did he look These like? These fucking he like names. He was brown skin, really buff. But I Spanish? feel like he had like a, a brown stain. Skin Spanish guy? No, no, no. He was black. He okay. was a, a brown skin black. He had a stain dude. where, friend? In his drawers? No, I feel like he had, <laughs> he had like a, a stain? No, like a birthmark. <laughs> oh, a birthmark on oh, his face oh. or like on his stomach. He has something that was like a or signature. <laughs> Well, I, w- I would know. <laughs> wow. Well, what time did you leave the party? <laughs> Ooh. But it blew me. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that. Oh. <laughs> oh. It shocked me that he remembered me because I'm like, I'm sure he sees a lot of women on the circuit. <laughs> on the stripper circuit. Look at Dustin. <laughs> Blew you, he you said. Bl- it mm. blew me. No, but Woo! oh, I miss you, partying. You, you're more courageous than me. <laughs> do you think you got? I'll never let the strippers blow me. Be like, uh-uh, baby, don't do that. <laughs> do you guys think you're gonna party once all of this, you know, supposedly opens up? Because New York uh, is supposed to be yeah. opening up on May first. Dustin's like, uh, been partying. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> double vax, card laminated, and everything. Y'all can kiss my ass. I'm out. Okay, I'm tired. I've been I've been confined too long. Real. It's time to get these shackles off my feet so I can dance. I am so excited excited to move forward with opening up. I do wonder now with like things opening up. <laughs> Dustin's killing me with this swig. <laughs> things Stay opening back. up and the legalization of cannabis. I'm like, I wonder what kind of summer New York is about to have. This is technically my last summer in New York too, so. At least for a minute, because I don't. I just had a good day, and you really gonna, you know, bring me down. What'd she say? Don't you bring me down today? Thanks a lot, friend. I'm so excited. I can't believe you moved. But I'm thankful because I I get to have a New York summer, even though it's kind of not like a New York summer because shit's mad different. But at least I have a last one, and I do feel like people are gonna be out and about. Maybe not back in the day. Please do. Maybe not like when I get back, I'm coming over. Please do. Remember, we would be at Makosa. Yes. Um, the what is it? The first Saturdays at Brooklyn Museum or yes, like everyday people, everyday Makosa, people, all them parties. I'm gonna miss all that because oh I don't see God. it coming back anytime soon. <laughs> I wonder. I don't know. Look, everybody. There's upset. a there's a party literally called Horse Meat Disco. I know. Wow. Just follow me. <laughs> well, there's a party called Horse Meat Disco that they have in Brooklyn. Well, they had it before. And then there was a party called Poppy Juice that they had. And now that I remember. Those, those parties were chef's kiss. Multiple DJs, <sighs> mul- different crowd. You know what I'm saying? And, and you guys know when you live in Manhattan and you go hang out in Brooklyn and vice versa, mm-hmm. it's a it's a whole nother world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With Sidebar Asante, we need to offline. There's some things going on in Brooklyn I need to tell you about that I found out about and I'm cool with the owner. So okay. offline about that. Oh, okay. I'm gonna plug you. <laughs> Might be my last summer in Brooklyn, but oh so baby, we'll it's gonna it's gonna go down there. Cause Wait. I walked down, I walked in this apartment building. Let me tell you, I'm just gonna tell you this story. Mm-hmm. This is the second time this has happened to me during the pandemic. I walked into this apartment building that looked literally like an apartment building on the street in Brooklyn. It's actually on Utica, Asante. Um, and I walked into the door. 
they the person guided me down to like another door that took you down the basement full club what? full nightclub with a back patio all that shit and it's banging yes so we'll talk about that a little bit more later. We'll That's what's mind. funny. All the kind of like speakeasies that popped up because of the pandemic. And and and, and, and is that what more is like the essence of Dustin than a speakeasy, a secret, you know, right. nightclub where you can just enjoy each other and just sweat and dance to the music. And you know what I'm saying? Like, ugh. Yeah. So. While we parlaying into the speakeasy, I have to quickly just shout out one Jade of all Jades because mm-hmm. A... First and foremost, I was about to uh, shout her out earlier because Jay, actually, we'll come back to that. Uh, she had us took me. She took us to a speakeasy once, a couple of times, but for this particular one time, which, which time? Well, there was t- <laughs> this particular. I didn't, speakeasy. There were two. Yes, and I didn't go to the one. I went to the one that was like an establishment. I didn't go to the one where you walk through and go back. I okay, went to the yeah. one where so we had went to downstairs. one where it was like over the river, through the woods, yeah. then to the left, <laughs> uh, under something, back up some stairs, and then next to something. Like it was some like hidden rabbit shit. It was great. But all I know is some lit. woman hit How on me do there. How you do that? Ooh. It was the most awkward thing of my life. And it was just <laughs> like, I will never forget it. And I remember like running over to her, like her and Tristan and me like, save me because Tristan and Tristan could not stop laughing. He was like, what you scared of women? I was like, you know, I don't do that, man. Like it was just really <laughs> funny. Shout out to Tristan, you know, a one individual. But yes, Jade, I had to shout her out because just so many amazing memories with Jade since we were talking about that, especially speakeasy. Oh, mm-hmm. I miss going to eat. Like, oh, yeah. Me and Jade, all of us. Remember, I feel like the right before COVID popped off remember uh we went to um some restaurant i don't even remember do you remember asante we we pulled up on jade and crystal i don't know if you i don't remember but i know you all we always go to that one spot in central park i miss going there with y'all which one the uh, not central park um union square oh but it's closed i know like everything um what was it called was it a noodle place yes yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, miss, I know what you're talking about. I miss everything. First Republic. of all, I don't know what it is about. I feel like it was Repu- called Republic. Oh, well, 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 first of all, I wasn't talking about Republic. Cafeteria, but yes, Repu- coffee shop. Y- yes, coffee shop. Coffee Cafeteria shop. be the shit. Coffee. It's just so many things about the city, like that area that I miss. And like through the years even, because there used to be stuff over on like Astor Place that was like the shit before. Like just St. watching Mark's. New York I will transform. say though, St. Mm-hmm. Mark's is Woo. still the same, which is so crazy. Oh uh, Yeah, you know. You know they not giving a damn over there. Because we were looking, um, one of my friends lost their nose ring. um, Mm -hmm. And so we had to get another one. Because you know how nose rings are. That should have closed so fast, even if you've had it for hella years. Like the night before, the next day. Literally the next day you have to puncture your shit. So so they were like, where the fuck can I find a fucking 14 karat gold nose ring at at midnight and i was like i know mm-hmm. just the place <laughs> st mark's baby literally rolled up to st mark's and everything was the same the still grungy it's like a little bourbon shit. yeah like you know grungy like, yeah. emo ass piercing shops with the bong shop next door like this is the only part of, of i feel like that area that is still the same because everything else where was I that I was shocked? Actually, no, when I was on 34th Street the other day, because I had to, when I went to do my taxes, my tax dude mm-hmm. is around there. Uh, everything was like shut down. It's crazy, mm-hmm. right? It's scary to look at, man. Hella sad. Speaking of St. Mark's, y'all know who I was on St. Mark's with about two, two three weeks ago? 
Mandy. <laughs> Love you, Mandy. Oh, what what, look. Oh, what a night. <laughs> we had so much fun, oh, like Mandy know. girl. The two of y'all in On that Saint area. St. <laughs> Mark's Love always you, makes me feel like an eternal 16-year-old. Because it's just mm-hmm. like you go get some ramen, pierce something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, tattoo yes. something, get a random hat and some shades, mm-hmm. grab a pizza. It's and, just... Such and then go on that one, that little side street that curves around and takes you to, uh, what is that, seven, whatever that is right there. That's the street that curves around. That's where you used right. to go hide and smoke. Ain't got to <laughs> do it no more. But that's where we used to go hide and smoke at. We'd be over there. Mm-hmm. It's Straight crazy. St. Mark's. When I first moved to New York, I remember like hanging out with these random white people and being like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but like some of this, because it was in the city, I was like, some of this just feels very city like the way these people just throw themselves to the wind. <laughs> so to like have done it and experience it and then to see it back on TV, it's like, damn, so this really is some shit that people just be doing. Like that's crazy. Because as we're talking about like St. Mark's and stuff, I'm thinking about like the little places you'll see on shows like Vaselka and shit like that. And it's like, I wasn't fucking with that, but like I know exactly where that is and I have been wasted over there like damn that's crazy or like just like these little landmarks of the city that made it like the city and made you feel like you were part of the city yeah. because, that's what because I'm you sad about. Or, or you actually made it that like part. what's that okay. called <coughs> where they do that thing in little Italy it has a name oh yeah the food I know exactly stuff. what you're oh, talking San about oh San Gennaro is it Saint, yeah. Saint Gennaro. I don't know the name of it but I know what you're talking about I feel like about. it's called yeah. Saint Gennaro and then like all the Italian restaurants in this whole block everyone's eating outside which is funny because it's mm-hmm. kind of what it looks like now anyway because <laughs> of covid but it was way different then and so everyone's sitting on the street eating bomb ass food drinking wine so obviously everybody's merry and happy and then they had like um it kind of was like a street fair because then they had the, yeah. the funnel cakes that you could buy they had a games mm-hmm. that you could play on the side and and even they would have like a, a ferris wheel and it was That's random, romantic. like it. Ugh, it was the cutest place to go if you had a crush on somebody and just go get some right, Italian you know food. It. Let's go around the corner. Just suck my dick. Oh my god! I can't, I can't even take it no more. I can't wait. Like this is going. He the said corner. I can't take it no more. Shit, be careful on that cobblestone, goddamn. Not the cobblestone. Fuck that. That's one thing about that area that I, I fucking hated. Because, you know, it's like right there next to Chinatown. And I used to go there to get like dumplings and shit. Ooh, mm-hmm. shout out to Vanessa's. Um, it was just like, oh, they're God, all right there together. But it's like you go from like some smooth ground. So you just tripping a little bit like, oh, shit. And you might be going down. All I need count. is two bricks. One for each foot. I'm straight. That's all I got to do. Some bricks and something to lean my back on. We good. Let's roll. <laughs> And, and that'll be the real feast of San Gennaro. Mm. Mm. Do y'all think y'all gonna stay in New York? It'll be big Italy, not <laughs> little Italy. <laughs> Large Italy, okay? Okay. Well, <laughs> blessed a blessed Italy, okay? <laughs> big trouble in little a confident, Italy. Confident Italy, I'm you know what I'm saying? So so Wait, y'all think y'all gonna stay here? Wait, Asante, you said your last summer in Brooklyn. Are you moving back to oh, Harlem? Oh yeah, no, I'm trying to go back to Harlem. Yeah. What mm-hmm. is going on? Uh, you know, I just you and you and our said friend. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, it's, they're saying the same thing. I'm like, what? No. Oh well, so yeah, me and her, we need to get the uh, zip code planner or something. Cause I, you know, y'all just I, moving back and forth. No fair. I, uh, you, Look, I, I, I did my stint, okay? 
you, you heard why <laughs> that like that's part of it i i miss the zoom 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 i miss the the motorbikes and, and the fireworks okay i miss all that <laughs> i well no i don't really miss that but it's just a different life and energy up in harlem that i get totally that, different than what i get in it Brooklyn. really and it's is like, i have to say yeah and it's nothing wrong like there's the, the cool thing about brooklyn is and you know there's this same cool thing in harlem but like the cool thing about brooklyn is there's so many different parts of it so there's so many different sides of black you get here but i like that there's a common black that you get in harlem on top of the different blacks so it's like it, it makes sense to me in harlem here in brooklyn i haven't found my tribe and i'm not interested in being here enough to do so so I shout out it. to brooklyn you cool but harlem i already know you lit like the a for me so that's where i need to be until i decide where i really want to be I get it. Brooklyn is a very special place. Yeah, and, lovely. And to be honest with you, some of my most memorable, most magical nights have happened randomly on adventures in Brooklyn. That's you real. Know, I went to some of the best parties. Y'all know, what is it, Elsewhere or whatever yep. the big, mm-hmm. where they have all the, mm-hmm. the parties and shit, like all of that. You know what I mean? But it's it's because it feels like an adventure because I'm going, you know, off the beaten path, so to speak, or, you know, into an, a, a different area. So I will always love Brooklyn. And Brooklyn is a fucking vibe. You it's know, I don't totally want people to think we're shitting on Brooklyn because we're not. Brooklyn is original, it's cool, it is trendy, it's all those things. It's, art, you know? it's yes. artsy. Yeah. Listen, mm-hmm. if you move to New York and you think about Brooklyn, there is nothing wrong with Brooklyn. It's just not for me. Okay, you can get more bang for your buck out here. There are definitely way more places that have uh, Central AC and Verizon BIOS from what I've been looking at. But there are places that do have those in Harlem, so I will be getting back to those. It's just a matter Aww. of finding which block is going the to right be. The right spot. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it's it's really a block by block when you're uptown, but... I'll be closer to my old school weed man and you know maybe i'll find a new weed shop or maybe i'll build a new weed shop who knows i just feel like there are so many more possibilities for me uptown than here it's legal now my nigga we going you to can't mid, hear man. you dustin sorry i hit the moat mute <laughs> <laughs> the moat it's it's legal now my nigga we going to mid man okay <laughs> everywhere oh yeah i forgot and then shout out to them for being here all damn ready so now we can just just pull up in there boom all right we ain't even have to lie and try, uh, allegedly we ain't even have to lie and try to get them <laughs> cards the medical cards we can just go buy the shit now right let's go shit like, like the baby and them let's go all right i anyway, like i uh, like brooklyn yeah. flatbush which is where i'm at is cool i think it's just the food it gets hard because i don't eat um, Caribbean food as much anymore. I mean, obviously, if I was and it's eating, so heavy over there, yeah, yeah, and it's like my block. I kid you, but y'all been here? I have like four mm-hmm. Caribbean restaurants <laughs> just before you even get to the train. You're hitting at least four or five of them joints, and I don't have like a lot of supermarkets. I have to order my groceries, which is hit or miss. You know, sometimes it's lit, sometimes you could tell a man shopped, no shade, because. Mm. they'll just throw whatever the fuck in there (laughs) you're like what the why would you pick this bag of apples like why would you do that so that's probably been my only issue but i mean brooklyn is cool i do think it it's you know depends on which part you live in and your apartment is gorgeous both of y'all have now well i haven't been to your new place yet asante but the last place you were in was nice as fucking brooklyn too so both of y'all have nice places so yeah No, honestly, just to touch on a point there, you know, out there for uh, the Instacarts or whoever, just because we did our Uber Eats rant that time, you, it's always a difference in care. I just needed to go into my customer service mode for a second. It's always a, di- a difference in care when there is a woman that handles my stuff, especially like Bro. with Instacart or any of those <laughs> deliveries, because whenever they're out of stuff, like... 
I don't know what it is, but like the dudes just always seem so dense. And I'm like, you're literally doing this and you could just make this easy, but you're making this difficult for the both of us as if I've requested something out or that you need to like read the date on on purpose just to fuck with you. When I'm just trying to eat and I felt like I'm compensating you to, you know, just get a, get that done for the both of us. But whenever it's like a dude and something is expired or whatever, sometimes I feel like they just X my shit off and they show up with half my shit and they're like, oh, well, they didn't have it. <laughs> right. But when a woman does it, she'll send me the pictures. I'll be like, this one's cheaper or these I'm ones expired you, it's a uh, whole later. Like, it's more intentional. It, a whole new world. Oh, my God. Every time. Every time. Shout out to the women. Love y'all ladies. Thank you. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I miss Harlem. I went up there when I told you I saw my mom for the first time a couple, it was like a month mm-hmm. or so ago. And it felt so weird being back in Harlem. This is my first time <laughs> yep. back since I've moved. So it was like yep. so weird. I was like, damn, this is really is a different world. But I mean, I don't know. It is a different world, yeah. but friend, we're also looking at your background right now, <laughs> which is your apartment. <laughs> With those beautiful walls and that gorgeous elevator that opens into your fucking <laughs> own apartment. So mm-hmm. it was worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, might have, you might have crossed that bridge, but it was worth it. It was. Because your building, your building your makes dwelling, me want to stay like, in beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would thrive over where you're at. Because, you know, I, first of all, I love the West Indian food. And then the elevator. Oh, like the elevator you would alone. be good. Like <laughs> You know. <laughs> and the privacy, because it's only two apartments three apartments per floor so it's like you're Mm -hmm. you know you're not bumping into people all day i Mm -hmm. rarely see any of my neighbors or anyone so i like the building i like you know even though the management is trash but the building itself is beautiful Mm -hmm. um that also might just be a new york thing management's just being trash Mm -hmm. i'm starting to feel like it because crystals is trash jades is trash i mean it don't matter it is it's new york shit i've never had that experience renting an apartment somewhere and had to struggle to get things done and fixed. You know what I'm saying? I've been telling these motherfuckers I need a new watch. They need to replace my washing machine, period. Like, you know what no I'm saying? And I keep telling them that. And for months, you know, you can blame COVID all you want, but I still got to wash my drawers, okay? <laughs> Switch the fucking washer. And I just, living elsewhere, I just never had those those issues. Those so. issues. But it's all I good. hate that. I'm dealing with the same shit with the fucking mailbox. Since I've moved here, the mailbox has been broken. What? So they just shove the everybody's mailbox? mail. The fucking mailbox. Okay, mailbox, the mailbox be broke. They shove all of the mail in one person's box that just be wide open. So when uh-uh. you go outside to finally get your shit, <laughs> half of it be th- falling out. And then the post office person or people, because it's multiple people I've talked to that deliver on my block the route, they all got attitudes as if I broke the fucking mailbox when all I want is a resolution. And then mm-hmm. my fucking management company, I tell them that they need to replace it and call X, Y, and Z. The motherfuckers are like, oh, we'll get a mail organizer and put it in the lobby. They don't come into the building to put it in the lobby. What is that going to do? And it hasn't done anything. It's just a pile of scraps. I don't get half my mail. I'm always calling, chasing these websites just because I see on my informed delivery that I'm being sent something just to see if I have anything. And sometimes it just be advertisements. It's maddening. I hate it. <laughs> but shout out again just just to turn it back to something positive shout out again to the usps customer service agent that i spoke with because usps you know in in store i can't really speak to them positively but on the phone this woman she sounded so concerned now whether or not she can do anything i can't really you know tell but her 
manner of customer care was amazing. And it really just reeled me back because sometimes she was just so empathetic and listened and was taking each and every note, whether it mattered or not, because she just felt like she needed to say she was going to do something. And she did. So just shout out to you for feeling like you need to do that at work. (laughs) Like people, I, I used to be that type of server. Like sometimes I would like, you know, the food wasn't satisfactory and you wouldn't want to say you want to send it back. I would send your food back with care and make sure the nigga's cooking it with care. And he know that he just needs to fix it so you can enjoy it. And he not trying to spite you. Like I, I love when people just, it's the love, whether she even loved her fucking job. She might've been high. I hope she was high at work. (laughs) Shout out to you lady. Well, good for her because normally the USPS employees don't give a fuck. USPS employees, they don't give a damn. They are so funny to me. They're like, what you want? I got good insurance. (laughs) Fuck your customer service. The like, way they look you know at you when you when you go up to the glass, like if you're bo- mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're bothering mm-hmm. you're interrupting, like, you're like I don't I didn't have anyone else to talk to about my packages, <laughs> like this is the only place I can come to. They really make you feel like you're imposing, and that's the other <sighs> thing. The the post offices in Brooklyn, oh, oh, oh. my that's why god, I, I can speak to the service inside. Mm, can't do it. Awful. Not positively. Uh, <laughs> wretch. Is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about before we get out of here? Not for me. i just thankful for all the love. And all the birthday love. Yeah, I'm just grateful. I had a great weekend, and, and recording this show was the perfect uh, icing on the cake. Oh, it, so, yay. Yeah. Hopefully your, your wrist isn't too tired <laughs> from having to hold the mic. <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's... <laughs> Ooh, ooh. I was about to crack a filthy joke, but I'm not even going to do it. I it's set okay. it up go, go, for you. Go practice your stripper routine. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, don't forget to check us out on Patreon. That's right. Patreon.com slash the friend zone podcast. We will be posting new content today and all for the rest of the week. Really? As always, we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening and we will catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.